Hello, and welcome to Widens of Weirdos Fabulous, the D&D podcast set in the world of Fiala. I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Mitch playing Nurse, Joe playing Alton, and Laura playing Rue. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the crew of the Polaris uh, ran from the Oblex uh, to the the home of their new ally, Rue, uh, and regrouped there for a while while discussing possible theories on what could be at play here before eventually deciding that they would investigate the church. After they had rested enough to heal up their their scrapes, uh, and at least enough to ignore, uh, and to, to kind of shake off the mental fog that had taken Neris and Alton, um, the the party went to the church and were almost immediately uh, upon entry accosted by a strange bubbling purple ooze uh, and we rolled for initiative between episodes and uh Nizen actually won in a rather low scoring initiative uh, round um, so even with even with a 14 <laughs> he won initiative so um, let's use who's next in line there we go alright so Nizen is going to go up to the ooze and at this stage he can't really do much but he's gonna He's going to stab it with the short sword twice. Um, so, that is going to be, the lower is a 7, uh, no, the lower is a 14, which just hits. Um, so he gets two attacks in with his short sword. Um, so the first one does 8 points of piercing damage. The second one also does 8 points. I rob maximum on the d6s twice there. Um, uh, yeah. Alright. So that's 16 points of piercing damage to the ooze here. Uh, and that is... Yeah. Um, actually... So I will note it's not represented in the map because it's a bit hard to represent, but there is a staircase in the uh, top right uh, corner of the room looking from the door. So Nizen is actually going to use uh, his bonus action to... Actually, no, he's going to risk the attack of opportunity and he's going to use his bonus action to hide down the stairs. Um, and the ooze is gonna take a pseudopod pot shot at him as an attack of opportunity. 
Um, that is going to hit. So Nizen takes uh, five points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and ten points of acid damage. That's 15 points of damage to Nizen. He's looking pretty rough. Um, and he isn't able to make his escape as he's grappled by this, uh, this oozy tendril. Um, that is his go. Neris, it's your go. Okay, let us come up with the... Oh, he's already in. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Neris is going to uh, mildly panic, but internally this time. Um, so... My apologies. I wasn't aware that I was going to be going this early with such a low initiative score. Um... I think Neris is going to... The door that we came through, was that then closed behind uh, us? Dear... Uh, Alton, did you close the door behind you? It was swinging closed, maybe? So maybe it didn't lock closed. <laughs> okay. This is quite sudden. Uh, my next question, is there a lock? Uh, you can roll me a perception check. Uh, it might, for something that fine, it might take your action to actually roll that check. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, he's just looking, he's not looking for, like, a mechanical lock, he's looking for, like, a a beam lock. Does it look like there's Um, something like that? There's not a beam lock. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, well... Probably gonna get sandwiched, but that's okay. Um, I think Neris is just gonna back up a little bit. Um, into into Alton. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> He's gonna try and take up as much of Alton's space as possible and kind of like Alton's push small. past a little bit. Um, he is also going to use. Uh, oh no, that's a ritual. Never mind. He's going to just try and use detect thoughts on this creature to figure out if it's getting orders from someone else. All right. Uh, read me detect thoughts. Uh, it says certain creatures. Um, if the creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower or doesn't speak any language, the creature is unaffected. Uh, you do not get any thoughts off of this creature. Okay. Got it. Alright. Um, so that's your go, I believe. That is indeed. Alright. Uh, the ooze is going to... This bubbling is going to uh, shoot out in a sort of uh, slime as its slime breath uh, shoots, expels forward in a 30 foot cone uh, which is going to get uh, everyone except for Nizen uh, can you all roll me a dexterity saving throw please five 
Ugh. I'm a seven foot tall person. Yeah. It didn't suck. 18. 18. That is fine. And Neris? <laughs> Bloody Elf can definitely jump out Three. of the way of Neris. All right. <laughs> so, just Neris takes the full Yeah, Neris, Neris is like backing up and takes all of it. Yeah. Yeah, Alton, you're able to make yourself very small behind <laughs> behind the wizard. I hide behind Um And he blocks most of the acidic slime that comes bursting forth from this ooze. Uh, as you only take nine points of acid damage, uh, while Neris and Rue both take 18 points of acid damage and are pulled uh, 30 feet straight towards the ooze. So you're both right up by the ooze. I don't like that. Um, I'm also just quickly double checking. Um, I have the interception fighting style, which I can reduce damage when uh, like a target's hit. Does that include like a saving throw damage? Uh, He's being hit by acid. <laughs> Yeah, let me... I'm actually not sure. I'm trying to Google it real Fighting quick. Style. I don't actually know. Uh, when a creature you can see hits a target other than you with within five feet of you with an attack, you can use your reaction to reduce the... Hmm. That it's not very specific wording, which is weird. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll... Because uh, Rue would like just arm blade out <laughs> try to shield themselves that might deflect some of it possibly I'll, I'll allow that in this situation I'll, I'll allow right. that because it's so ambiguous enough that yeah it's your lucky day Nero's I rolled a 10 so that reduces it by 13 points of damage so because it was it was 19 or 18 originally 18. I believe 18 yeah so Nero's you can reduce that by 13 points so heal yourself by that I suppose thank you <laughs> um adds like this like yeah, it start, like sizzles off like this like long sort of blade, curved blade that seems to have some writing on it. Um, and just kind of like Rue just sort of flicks it down and then it sloughs into the ground with a sizzle as well. Um, and then it's also going to... Um, given you seem to be the more obvious threat, Rue, um, it's going to also do a pseudopod attack against you. Um, does That's a fair. 14 hit? It does not. So then Ru kind of like slows it down and like probably while they're like throwing off the acid, like just chops down that pseudopod um, nice. to bat it away, I guess. Nice. All right. Okay. That is the oozes go. Uh, Alton, you are up next. Okay. So um, Neris is kind of... Uh, pulled away from Alton um, as is Rue so Alton just left there on his own so um, looking a little panicked he's going to go and grab out uh, one of his pistols in his main hand and start fiddling around in the settings and then take aim and it does something that you've never seen before it starts the whole pistol starts to glow brightly and bright uh, before a beam of light shoots out of it as he shoots a guiding bolt um, at this creature. Alright. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 will hit. Oh, good. 
Uh, so that does 11 points of radiant damage. Alright. And, um... My next attack I'm going before the end of your turn. Oh, so my next attack gets advantage. <laughs> Excellent. And then, so, um... Uh, the light fades away from the gun. If, if it was around with another setting... And I'm going to try to use a grip point uh, to do... So your action surging to get another action to attack? Oh, that's just a bonus action? Uh, Can I do that? No, you need to have done the attack action to get a bonus action attack in. But you can, as a fighter, action surge to... yeah, because because the bonus action attack is an offhand weapon. Yeah, and I did a magic yeah. Yeah. kind of but, thing. But you can action surge as a fighter. Um, to get another two shots in, which would also allow you your bonus action shots as well. Um, yeah, sure, the situation is pretty dire. Okay, so I'm going to action surge, and then I'm going to try to do a... Dazing shot. Alright. So hopefully I'll hit. Get a one, two. Yep, that's a 27 to hit. 27 suddenly hits. Um, so it has to roll a DC 15 constitution saving through. Okay. Um. <laughs> that, that is a, that is an 18. Oh no! Okay, never mind then. <laughs> uh, but still, damage. Oh no, that's good. Yes. Uh, so that's 10 points of damage. Alright. Uh, second attack? Uh, yep, second attack. Uh, that will be a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits. Awesome, awesome. Uh, 15 points of damage. Nice. And I get a bonus action. Yes. Awesome. So there's a gun, and that's a 21 to hit. Yeah, 21 hits. And he'll do uh, just six points of damage, so it just kind of skims right. the edge of, edge of it. Um, yeah, this the ooze is looking very shaky after that. Uh, okay, next is Rue. Alright, um, so yeah, Rue kind of just like judders a bit um, as he's taken a fair amount of damage um, and then uh, kind of like assesses the situation as like, Nizen, Junior Navigator, we will assist. And um, Rue will kind of like, uh, a, bit, a little bit shakily, but because it's already been sort of shunted a bit, um, like yeah, the arm blade will like arc down to uh, attack at the like speedopods that are kind of like grabbing onto Nizen, I guess. Um, so I will roll to hit. Oh, um, bonus action though. Before, while that's happening, um, I'm going to cast um, uh, thunderous smite um, on uh, as like you know electrical energy kind of like zaps around the um, little the arm blade. Oh. Um, so yes, um, that's from the blade itself. You're casting that with, or are yes. you casting that as one of your spell slots? Actually, I'm just going to retcon that. I'm going to cast Searing Smite because I just remember what Thunderous Smite does, which is makes a lot of noise. Um, okay. So <laughs> fire like charges through that. It's from the arm blade. Um, yep. Yes. Uh, so 
that happens. Uh, so I'm going to roll the hit first. Cool. So that's um, 19 to hit. Yep, that suddenly hits. All right. So initially we've got DA plus four. Cool. So that's 10 points of uh, slashing damage, I believe. All right. And then a D6 of fire. So three points of fire damage. Three as points well. of fire, which is halved to one. Uh, Ooh, as okay. this is resistant to fire, but that doesn't matter because that still is enough uh, to sear and uh, slice this ooze apart. Um, and it just lies limp on the dais as kind of a puddle of no longer moving goo. Oh, I didn't know my own strength. Nathan, are you all right? I've been better. Do you require healing? Uh, it would Good be... doctor. It would be appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Nicely done there, Ruth. Do you wish to assist this patient, doctor? Uh, yeah, sure. Ruth just kind of stands oh, yeah. back. <laughs> Watching very intently. Every time Alton does this. Probably a prize, so, some yeah. kind of like cream to the wound. Oh, and I rolled a one. You're dealing with, uh, yeah, you're dealing with, um, acid burns here. It's not something you're mm. quite used to. Uh, That's super common. Does he regain anything? Uh, 10 HP. 10 HP. Even on, so Jeez. What? It's like it's a lot. It's a D6 plus four plus five, so. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you do you do your best to patch up the, the acid burns. It's not a perfect job, but Nizen um, doesn't seem to be wincing too much uh, after, after the application of the medicine. Um, so, yeah. Um, shall we uh, venture on? Yes, with some more care, though. Of course. All right. You did a very good job, though. I hope you're not too mentally distressed from what just occurred. It's nothing. Sorry, I probably shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> and then Rue kind of like looks um, very nonplussed around um, and looking up at the like the the letter and stuff like that. Right. And the like, the blade goes back into their arm. Okay. In contrast to uh, Rue, Alton um, just kind of puts his hands on his hips and like faces nice and is like, "Don't jump into danger like that again. Take a bit more care." Oh, I will try. Good. Yeah, I thought I would at least be able to get into a point of uh, a point of advantage. Yeah, it's a sneaky little thing, it seems. Love to oh, try to keep her distance. Incredibly. <laughs> now you know what happens. So perhaps staying together as a team may be advantageous to us in the future. Of course. Um, I'm assuming you continue with the same uh, same marching order. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Neris is going to linger just for a hot second. Yeah. Um, 
did this creature dissolve into the cracks in the floor or can he scoop some up in a little vial? Yeah, you can scoop some up in a little vial. Darius scoops up a bit of ooze and puts a little cap in it and puts it back in his a little section in his satchel for later. All right. So, uh, and then you'll kind of go down into the undercroft of the of the temple here. Uh, oh, let it down. Yeah. Interesting. That's not ominous. Uh, uh, Neris would like to attempt to stealth. Or uh, yeah, if Again. people want to roll stealth, then that is definitely a thing that people can do. How should we proceed onwards, everyone? Perhaps slowly and quietly. I anticipate anything who may potentially be down there may already be aware of our coming. Um, yes, that is likely. Uh, no offence to you, Alton, but uh, your uh, explosive crossbows do make a lot of noise. Yes, they're very interesting. I yeah. haven't seen anything like that before. No, I don't guess you would. Uh, they're not too common. But yeah, that is a good point. That's a bit of a design flaw. All right. We will be careful then. I wonder if these things are good at seeing or hearing. A pity we cannot observe them in a safer environment. All right. So, as you come down into the undercroft, uh, there are essentially um, three paths you can take. You can go, you can loop around and go back to a, through a kind of uh, alternate passage. Um, or if you were to go forwards, you can turn left or right at a fork in the path um, at a sort of T intersection. Um, what path smells the most? Roll me a perception check. Sniff check again. Ooh. Um, Rue looks curiously as Nurse starts to do a sniff And uh, then looks to Alton like. A 16 for perception. 16. For, for sniff. 11. 11. It's hard to tell. It all smells fairly kind of dingy and acrid down here. No sulfur? No. There is a definite smell, but it is difficult to sense a direction. Difficult. I have something that may help 
being stealthy, but I don't know if this is the right path or the right time to use it. I will try to keep an eye out. Yeah, uh, should we just pick a direction and see where it goes? Really looks to Neris. That may be wise. Um, perhaps, does anybody have any chalk or charcoal? We're absolutely sure. Uh, um, okay. Thank you. You might have chalk. I mean, it can't be used medicinally. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've got like torches and stuff, so that would probably have like a bit of charcoal off. So Rue kind of like reaches into a little pouch and just pulls out like um a long kind of like stick of like blackened wood. Um, Neris is going to uh, take that and just mark a little X on the um the wall from where we came from. Um, just to be sure. What a good idea. Don't know if we may need to leave in a hurry. We most probably will have to, so that's a very good idea. I mean, who knows? Maybe we will see things that people enjoy down here. What direction, Quartermaster? Neris, I mean. There's no light coming from any direction, is there? Or like there's obvious foot traffic. One path being less dusty than the others. Foot traffic, that's almost like tracking. So oh. I would like you to roll me a survival check if you're looking for that. Okay. That is an 18. 18. Uh Okay. Anyone who's watching the episodes back to back, yes, I did switch D20s. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, the most commonly traversed paths from from dust seem to be uh, from from your perspective going to that T intersection and taking either side of it. Um, yeah. There doesn't seem to be as much traffic kind of circling back. So the traffic goes in one direction. Or two directions, but it doesn't no. doesn't return. So there's So there's three actually can I bring up the map here for you? Uh Is the best way to give you this map to give you the best idea of it. Okay, so there is. So you are back here. So there's this path that loops around. That path doesn't really have much in the way of foot traffic. Whereas coming up to either side here, there seems to be about equal foot traffic. 
the right or left is equal? Yes. yes. Or we double back because there's less people that way. We just leave. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Neris will relay the information to the rest of the group. Um, say, going behind us, there does not appear to be very much activity, however, most foot traffic will either go left or to the right. Relief potentially approaching either one with caution would work. With caution. Yeah, it sounds like a work. Probably want to go where the people go. I'm, what's like the atmosphere of like this tunnel as well? Um, it's it's kind of dingy. Um, mm. there's there's a light flickering of the occasional flame torch. Um, yeah. The. There seems to be a strange, almost ooze-like substance uh, inconsistently spread along the walls. Um, Interesting. Okay. Um, We're kind of like it's just very silent, um, which they do alternatively all the time anyway. They're they're contemplating using something, but they don't seem to decide is it seems to decide against it. So they're just kind of slightly holding to themselves. All right. Then lead the way. Or if you would like me to take charge, tell me where you will wish to go. I am the tallest after all. Bruce a little bit hunched in this like space, probably, I imagine, as well. Um. <clears throat> Nizen has struck himself as a particularly stealthy individual, has he not? Yeah. Uh, perhaps Nizen, if uh, you enjoy forging ahead as much as you have claimed, perhaps this may be a good idea to test your skill set. To see what is beyond that intersection. Uh, do you wish me to prioritize the uh, left or the right? Just getting an idea of what is beyond both. All uh, right. So, let me see. Okay, um, so Nizen goes ahead, um, and I rolled a natural 20 on his self check. Um, so he very much disappears into the shadows uh, throughout this, and he eventually comes back uh, after a minute or two and says, All right, so uh, taking the uh, right path. There is a little, uh, almost study-like area. Um, seems to be a, a desk with papers on it. Uh, and uh, I, I peeked around the corner. There is a bookshelf there as well. 
with uh, mostly books, but some uh, odds and ends. Um, going to the left seems to lead to a strange uh, chamber that I would not have expected from the undercroft of a church to uh, to nature goddesses. Uh, seems to be some sort of rudimentary uh, torture chamber. Um, and I also caught a glance of uh, what appears to be uh, some additional rooms that are kind of uh, locked off, or at least closed off. A torture chamber, you say? Uh, wait. Not medical pay. Sometimes you can't tell the difference. Oh no, this was a torture chamber. We're just kind of like, just like their eyes sort of like dim a little bit, like it goes like tinge slightly red, and just and they like just sort of like stare at the, like the, turn their heads slightly to look at the wall. Hypocrites. <laughs> there was a cage, and an iron maiden. It doesn't seem like this is a. And, place of worship for Thebes or anyone. And some sort of rack, but I, I could understand uh, a quick glance at our rack and mistaking it for some sort of medical bed. But definitely I had cage and an iron maiden. That is not good. Uh, no, no it is not. So books or a torture chamber? I suppose I don't know the locals here very well at all. Maybe just the one local. Perhaps information is the best way to proceed. It always seems to be in my reckoning. You mentioned a study with books. There you did not come across any threats? I did not wish to uh, make too much of a uh, point of my stay there as I was looking ahead. I just looked around the corner. There was no threat where I saw it. But that does not preclude there being something around the corner. Perhaps we investigate as a group, and if anything were to happen, we know where the exit is, if we do not feel we can take this threat. And we are at least together for this threat. Yeah. Yes, together. All right. Is this, uh, yes, so uh, weapons drawn as we go ahead? Of course, we all like draw weapons. <laughs> right. So, I guess. Uh, yes, Alton? Um, all right, so. Uh, are you stealthing along, or are you... Alright, can I get everyone to roll me a stealth check, please? Um, do you want our stealth checks from before? Uh, no, these will be oh, yeah. new stealth checks. 
I don't know how, but Ruth rolled a dirty 20. Wow. Nice. Uh, Alton? 17. So the tread is very light and quiet, but you probably, probably, probably look extra creepy at the moment. Uh, 14 for Nerys. 14. Okay. Um, yeah, so you are able to kind of um, stealth along um, and make your way. I assume you're probably getting Nizen to lead the way this time since he has explored the path. Uh, he knows where we're going. Yep. All right. So he stops you uh, collectively at a point um, where... Um, is he going to see? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, where he says, okay. Um, Alton, Nauris, I know you have the greatest, uh, most efficient uh, ways of dealing with things from a distance. I believe there is something around the corner. Oh, great. Uh, would my guns be too noisy? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I could try to throw a dagger. It's not my specialty. Uh, what have you got, Neris? I have absolutely nothing. I am not at all equipped for this. This is not my specialty. I enjoy reading and learning and managing a small crew. That is my expertise. I do not know why the captain wished for me to come on this venture. Your knowledge of the arcane? Perfect. As perhaps I will bore him to death with talks of magic. Yeah, you're not really much fun for the uh, offensive magical laws. Notice. Okay. Um, right, I will try to kill them magic with daggers. I will attempt to dissuade him from falling out. Alright. So, uh, just for the sake of uh, all of this, can I get everyone to roll initiative? And we'll call this the initiative roll for all our time down here. I see that was an 18 for Alton. Yeah, did well. Um, Neris? <laughs> I got a three. <laughs> <laughs> and Rue. 14. All right. Okay. Um, so, Alton, you have one initiative. Okay, well, I guess I'll continue to stealth up to the corner. I'll sheath my um, my pistols and instead draw my two daggers that I have in my belt. Yeah. So, be- as, <sighs> as you're able to peek around the corner, you see there is a uh, a grey uh, lump of ooze uh, creeping from the um, from the kind of tiling. Take that bookcase out of the way so you can see it a little bit. Okay. In the map view. Okay. Alton um draws his head back, turns to the other end, just mouths, ooze. <laughs> and then um 
I'll duck back and uh, it's within 20 feet. I'll try to fling yeah. two daggers at it, which I don't think will do much. All right. Roll to hit. Uh, it's a 23 to hit. 23 hit. Uh, five points of piercing damage. All right. And a, whoa, a 26 to hit. Uh, 26 also hits. And that is eight points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, you notice, so the ooze is already shaky from that. Uh, you notice that... Sorry, it was four. That was a bonus action. Off there. Oh. Ah. Not eight. But yes, continue. Uh, um, so you notice that uh, as they hit the ooze, um, there is a sort of like slight corrosion that occurs with the daggers. Um, alright. Uh, it is Nizen's go. Um, he's gonna get his, uh, hand crossbow out. And take a shot. Uh, that's a nat one. Um, as he misses. Um, alright. Yeah, melt. Um, and a, the bolt hits, uh, the stone and um, alright. Uh, Rue, is your go. Um, so Rue has very quietly just been listening to, uh, Alton and Nerys discussing how they're the only two people that have, <laughs> um, projectiles. Um, has just been like, mm-hmm. and then watches, like, nice and, like, dismiss and, like, well, I suppose I'll assist too. <laughs> And then just like um, stretches uh, his left hand out, and um, and so Rue's eyes sort of like flash with that same like uh, like seems like they're shunting through different colors as like a similar kind of, like little bolt of magical energy shoots out towards this creature, this slime. Um, and I'm casting Chaos Bolt at a first level. Um, so to hit, that is uh, 19 to hit. Uh, 19 certainly hits. Awesome. And now I'm just going to see what kind of damage it is. Um, that's the sixth. So poison, poison damage. I don't know how well it's going to uh, go. It, they immune? No. No? Okay, cool. It awesome. All right. So, excellent. Um, so, like, yeah, just this, like, sizzling, like, energy kind of, like, blossoms through this creature um, as it takes... 2d8 points of poison damage. That's six and a three. So nine points of poison damage. Alright. Um, and oh, I'm gonna roll something else as well. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> um alright. Next. Yeah, next is uh, Neris. Um, uh, does it appear like we've surprised this creature? Um,. Uh, somewhat. Will do. Uh, and it looks like it's kind of shaky. Uh, pretty shaky, yeah. Um, Neris is gonna, uh, 
reach down uh, and kind of... Oh. I will say you would notice Neris, because what's your passive perception? Uh, perception's not super high. Investigation is high. Okay. Uh, I'm at 11. Okay, you wouldn't notice that. Yeah, okay. Um, so Neris is going to probably brush down uh, past the little satchel bag that he's got and pull out a fairly finely crafted if not more ornamental than anything else uh, dagger um, and taking a note from Alton he's going to kind of like poke around the corner and just like throw it and then duck back behind the corner before it even impacts alright uh, roll to hit god how do I do this <laughs> <laughs> uh, you roll a d20 and uh, your that's... attack bonus uh, very fitting. Uh, that is a natural one. Okay. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Um. Yeah. Um. Good yeah. job. It was absolutely not. And you move back to where you were. All right. Uh, next is the oozes go. I'm surprised it gets a turn. Uh. Thanks, Nerys. Um. All right. Um. So, it is going to... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's going to use its Psychic Crush ability. Um, on... Alton. Uh, so Alton, can you roll me an intelligence saving throw, please? Ooh, okay. Ah, uh, that's a 15. 15, that is enough to save. So you only take half damage, which is five points of psychic damage. Okay. Right. Um, that is its go. Um, next is your go. Oh, I was just going to flinch back and then just kind of look sadly at the daggers which are in the ooze um, and then just call over to Nizen like oh, Nizen, that model of uh, crossbow it, um, it goes a little bit to the left uh, use the help action alright um, yeah okay uh, Nizen is going to uh, yeah can I Use his crossbow with advantage. Um, that's much better. That's a uh, 19 plus uh, 4, so 23. So, um, he rolls, yeah, uh, 8 plus, technically he doesn't need it, but sneak attack, 8 plus 10. So 18 points of damage he does to this ooze. Um, and the bolt is kind of eaten up in the acid a bit, but it's still enough to kind of dissolve the, the ooze into a more liquid form. Um, that is the ooze dealt with. Um, and what would you like to do? Like to, uh, actually, Rue, what are you going to do? 
Me? <laughs> yes. Because... Uh. Okay. Um, Rue kind of like looks around like, Good job. I think it's not moving anymore. Should we proceed? Okay. Require assistance. That's all I okay. do, I guess. Yep. Alright. So at that point... Um... Um... Neris... Um... You are suddenly aware... Of... Uh... Two... Um... Snake-like oozes that come at you from two different sides. Um... And... This technically isn't the first round of combat because this is continuing on, so that is good for you at least. Um... So, uh... First one is going to... Uh, can you make me a dexterity saving throw, please? Uh, yes. That is a 12. That is, that is just not enough. Um, so the first one uh, wraps itself around you and you are grappled. Um, so you are considered, until the grapple ends, restrained and unable to breathe unless you can breathe water. Um, a fun fact, he cannot. Yeah. Um, and then the other slithering tracker is just going to um, slam into... If there is an attack, um, as soon as Neris is grappled, mm. um, he begins to panic and then with everything that's sort of wrapped around his uh, face, he no longer needs to sort of rely on sight uh, or breathing or anything. So he is fully in future sense mode. Um, okay. So if there is an attack, if it is an advantage, the first roll is a three. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's an eight total. So um, it misses. All right. Um, yeah, and then it is your go. Um, at the start of your turn, you take uh, 12 points of necrotic damage. Ow. Um, and because you are restrained, your speed is zero. Um, attacks against you have advantage. You have disadvantage on deck saves. Uh, because you are grappled, your speed is zero. You are... Yeah, that's that's the only... Yeah, so grappled doesn't really do much other than certain, like, grapple-specific things compared to the restraint. Um, you can escape if you want, or you can try to... Do something. Um, Keep in mind you cannot currently breathe. So I can't breathe. Uh, I can sort of like flail. <laughs> mm. Do I have use of my hands? Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Um... Neris, these creatures when they came up, did Neris get a, a look at them first or no? Uh, mm, no. They they came at you too quickly and some. But they were they were slimes though, yeah. Yes. Okay. Like kind of slimy snake things. Uh, <laughs> in the past, slimes are famous for not having eyes. Yes. Uh, yeah, they don't have. Actual don't really eyes. need to see as such. No. No, not in the traditional <laughs> sense. That is okay. In that case, um, can Neris use a spell, uh, a second level spell with a third level slot? Yeah. Okay. Even if it doesn't scale up, there's nothing stopping you from upcasting spells. Perfect. Neris vanishes. Okay. Um, he disappears into mist. Um, ah, yes. And for all intents and purposes, uh, is just gone. Uh, for... Uh, planning purposes, Darby. He is at the entrance. Okay. Or as close to the entrance as he can possibly be. Um. You're you're basically back up the stairs. Oh, he's not at uh, up the stairs. He's at the the base of the sorry okay. the entrance to that lower area. Yeah. Okay. So you're Maybe like two steps up. Yeah. Okay. Alright. Um, that's a bonus action, isn't it? It is. So you could have an action if you wanted to. Uh, he doesn't have any. Uh, so I you think we're. One option. Yeah, one. I think we're just gonna hide. <laughs> um, Are you gonna, gonna use the action to hide? Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. gonna take a, a few steps forward and just sort of can Neris see anything what's happening from where he is because he he bamfed out in a moment of panic you... and he sort of move up to the T intersection without getting super close to the action. Uh, not really because the the trackers are still basically in the T intersection. Oh, they're in the T intersection, so Neris yeah. can see them. Yes. Perfect. He takes two steps forward, yeah. uh, and then there's not really a lot that he can do because he doesn't have a dagger. Uh, a he's already used magic. He's not using that. Uh, that's really just going to be sort of it. He's he's going to use mage hand to just kind of like throw it up and just like slap the top <laughs> of the slime. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll allow it to do that. It can't attack as per the spell, but it can, I guess, ineffectually slap. Yeah. Uh, Attempt to distract. All right. Uh, Alton, it is your go. Um, they, they've made themselves known. You're aware yeah. of the slithering trackers that have just appeared. Uh, the gun's fine. I think they know we're here. He'll just 
Tatum. <laughs> Probably Nizen and Rue not, not seeing Neris. Alright. Oh. You should do something if you can. Your quartermaster has just disappeared. Yeah, he does that. He's probably good. Alright. Uh-oh. his pistols. Uh-huh. And um, I guess he'll aim at the one that just uh, fell off Neris. Yeah. Um, that's uh, excellent. That's a 27 to hit. Yeah, that certainly hits. And that is uh, 14 points of damage. Alright. Um, excellent. And now um, for the second one, um, I'll try to do a uh, dazing shot. Yeah. So if I hit... Ooh, uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits. Excellent. Give me a con saving through. Alright. Uh, that is a nine. Awesome. Um, so that means it um, will get disadvantage on its attacks until the end of its next turn. Okay. Um, and it's very shaky too. Oh, uh, fantastic. Well, let me reroll that damage. I forgot what it was. Um, that takes 11 points of damage. All right. Alright, so, um, Nizen is going to, uh, step out and gonna start with the one, um, he's gonna start with the one by, by Rue, um, it just so happens that is also the one that, uh, that was attacking Neris. Um, and was attacked by Alton, so, uh, that is an 18 to hit, um, which will hit. He also gets his sneak attack in, um, that's 9 plus 7, so 16. So he takes out the first slithering cracker, um, For um, making his way uh, with the rest of his movements the other um, and tries to get into a position that he can he's, he's making sure the path is clear for everyone to make their attacks as well um, and he's going to do his second attack against the tracker the other tracker uh, that's only a 6 though so he's not going to hit um, Rue, it is your go. Um, Rue just kind of look, look, looks very, just, again, <laughs> stares straight at the cat, directly at the camera like they're on the office when Alvin's like, oh, it's fine, Nerys just disappears all the time. Okay, then. And slice. <laughs> all right. Um, so that's a, uh, like a 24 to hit, um, which I presume hits. Yeah. So, uh, eight points of slashing damage. Okay. And then I hit again. For a natural yeah. 20. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Not very exciting with a D8, but you know. <laughs> did you want to put anything into that? How shaky is it looking? Uh, not quite. 
but there's not a lot in them, so... And I would like to smite, please. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, so I'm going to expend one spell slot. <laughs> yeah. um, and this kind of, like... People might have noticed Rue seems to have seams around the chest. I mean, that's, that's rude to look at, so fair if you haven't. Um, that have been glowing very intensely with the same brightness of their eyes. But, like, it seems like that intensity, like, becomes hotter and brighter. Um, as And that sort of just, like, winds out through, like, the gaps in their fingers for some reason. And along the arm blade um, as they cast, they stab down again with a nap 20 and a smite. So that would be a total of, so it's 2d8 smite, which is 16 points, 16 um, Yeah, 16 before you even roll. Yep. Um, and then my regular attack is also um, 12 points of slashing damage before I roll. Yeah. And now I roll. Um, so... 1d8, so that's 4, so right. 8 points of slashing damage on top of that, and then uh, it's 2d8, I believe. 7 and uh, and 14 points of radiant damage, I believe. Alright. Uh, yeah, that is that is more than enough as this radiant energy, this life force comes out of your blade to uh, take out uh, this slithering tracker as it just splashes into water on the... Like, snap of, like, sea breeze and ozone yeah. and salt um, through the air um, as, like, the, the magic energy kind of subsides um, and sucks, like, kind of settles back inside Rue. Um, and, like, there we go. Another threat eliminated. Is that all of them? Where's your quartermaster gone? Will he come back? Um, Rue asks Alton then to Nizen. I think I saw him uh, the steps. Oh, okay then. That's normal apparently. All right. He's a magical fellow. Ah, magic, yes. Interesting. And I assume not seeing any enemies, the arm blade slides back into Rue's arm. All and they right. kind of like put their hands on what's the approximation of their hips and looks around. Um, it's as like the last of the slimes fall. Um, Neris is going to very cautiously kind of walk up and just like peek his head around the wall. <laughs> it is just safe. Look at everyone. It is safe, Neris. So it was a very good job by all of you. Ah, oh, there he is. Good job. You preserved your safety. That is very good. My apologies for leaving you. I am not good with um, hand-to-hand combat, if you will. That's understandable. Apparently this is normal. As long as it keeps you safe, you did seem to be quite hurt. Is your doctor, would, would you require to do a, a, an assessment? Mm-hmm. Uh, how's he Rude looking? Um, the chronic damage on his face. Yeah. <laughs> like a face hugger. Uh, yeah. He has... Uh, he's much more... Uh, how do we, whiter than usual. Mm-hmm. Um, very sort of... Like all the blood has almost been drained away from his face. Um, there are almost like... 
the start of bruises starting to appear, like that greenish purplish mm. hue um, that's sort of starting to streak into his face. Oh, dear. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's not a good day for you, is it? Right, right. Going to be honest, I am not enjoying it. Yeah, I'll be very happy once we finish this mission and it can just be, you know, back to the regular day-to-day. I think that would be wonderful. Mm. don't know um, if Elton can heal again. Is it a short rest or a long rest um, recharges? It's a short rest recharge. Which you've used. I think I've... Have I used it on Nerus? You used... Oh, per person. <laughs> ah, yeah, that was creature. It's per person, yeah. Okay. I can heal oh, them once yes. per person. Yeah. Uh, so he takes 12 points of healing and that, like, checks him over, probably gives him something to eat. He's like, have some sugar. <laughs> uh, Neris is going to, like, eat on a little bit of, like, chocolate or something or other that's been given. Um, he's going to bite a little bit off. Um, thank you. Um, perhaps if there are no more threats, we should proceed into the study and See what we can find. Yes, that is a good idea. Very well then. Perhaps I should leave this time. That is would be very good of you. Thank you for volunteering. Rue just nods and um, strides ahead. All right. The blade extended again. All right. So, um, I imagine Neris is probably the one looking over the notes. 100%. (laughs) He is looking over everything. All right. We're finding everything. If there's books on magic, if there's books on just like plants in general, anything and everything is interesting to Neris right now. All right. Can you roll me an investigation check? I can. How many books were here? There were a few, yeah? There's a few. Oh, I'm going to use inspiration. <laughs> All right. Yes! That's a 27. 27. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah, there are, <laughs> there are a lot of uh, religious tomes uh, here, um, mostly on... Uh, mostly discussing the... Uh, the faith of um, Vinton and Galiel, uh, uh, and some on uh, um, Animav. Um, um, there is also um, there is some some stuff on your Baron um, here as well. Um, which you're not Iali, are you, Neris? Is not. You're not too familiar with your Baron. Um, but, uh, from the iconography of the book, you can see that there seems to be, so the symbol of your Baron is a crumbling tombstone. 
Um, um, there's, um, there's also a book, um, that doesn't seem to have a title on it, but is marked with, uh, the symbol of a snake coiled around a hand bearing a dagger of some description. Um, and so that's, this is all looking in the bookshelf. There is also a, uh, scroll that, um, that seems to, um, stick out to you as magical in nature. Um, then going over the desk, um, you see some notes, um, a lot about, some experiments with oozes and uh, and magic and kind of using a mix of animancy and uh, other uh, magics to enhance oozes and you see notes on an experiment that seems to be going incredibly well, incredibly successfully, um, with a very, uh, sulfuric smelling ooze until one day, probably several months back, the note taking seems to stop. You know what? I take back everything I had. This is a very good day. I am having a wonderful time. This is exactly where I need to be right now. <clears throat> uh, Neris is going to uh, talk about everything that he's found. Uh, some of the time not really finishing one thought before he moves on to another. Um, there's going to be a lot of talking about... Um, yeah, he's going to... He's going to take a couple of books like a uh, beginner's guide to Finton and, uh, mm. you know, uh, faith for dummies and like a couple of other different books on those. Um, he's going to look at this weird book with a crumbling tombstone on it. Uh, he's going to talk about your Baron and we'll sort of ask a couple of questions. If anyone is familiar with that. Um, Alton would not be, Nizen would not be, Rue, roll me a religion check. You probably Ooh, don't here we go. much, but we'll see. there's a chance with you. Uh, maybe, that's a 19. A 19. So, your Baron, um, you don't know too much because you don't really, uh, you wouldn't be studying the usurpers. I'm landlocked. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and even, even outside of being landlocked, um, like your Baron is one of the usurper gods, um, and is not really maybe one version of society. <laughs> um, your Baron is known as the, uh, the slow waste, um, and is the god, the slow waste. uh, is god of death. Decay and waste. Uh, uh, for a 
number 19, um, I'll give you that uh, her followers, from what you have heard, um, seem to nihilistically embrace the concepts of death and atrophy, uh, believing that the acceptance of these inevitable forces is the way to enlightenment. Rue kind of uh, explains this in a sort of a disjointed way that they do. I don't know how that's useful, but it is interesting. That does not bode well for Acheron. It does absolutely not. Uh, you know what else does not bode? Uh, this is terrible. I should not be excited. You know what else is also bad for this area? Um, oh, the excitement's good. It's very healthy. That is good. There is so much information here. I am. I. I, I don't even have time to read it all. There are notes here, and he's going to like pull out notes and start talking about um, the experiments that were run and different hypotheses that Neris has and that this individual oh, writer no. had. Um, <laughs> yeah, is extremely interested in this. Another thing that you would have found in the notes, um, Neris, is. Uh, in the later days of the experiment notes, um, there are there are notes on the the experimenter being feeling a bit hazy at times after interaction with the <laughs> ooze. Um, some uh, instances where the ooze was able to create an extension of itself that resembled. Um, resembled the experimenter um and that seemed to be able to converse in rudimentary ways and seemed to have memories consistent with them these are incredibly interesting findings and does certainly explain some concerning factors here i think this man used magic to create sentience. That's incredible. Unheard of in most cases. Indeed. They must have been an incredible scientist or doctor. Perhaps both. Perhaps both. Pretty stupid and walked head along into danger of dealing with all these forces above them. But they created life. Yeah. Well, not many that can do that. Yes, yeah, definitely terrible, though. I agree. Absolutely. It is horrible, and we should make sure that these notes do not fall into the wrong hands. Yes, you should keep them. Take I them should, with indeed. You. Yes. yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there any mention of like a, a signature or uh, any? Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, well, we're gonna bundle those all up, uh, very nice and neatly, and keep yeah. them together in his satchel, which is growing bigger and bigger. Uh, we're gonna yeah. pick up a few of those books. Um, yeah. The book with the snake coiled around the dagger hand. Does Neris get like a vibe from that? Because his experience with books is when there's a book that doesn't have a title, mm. it is either written by a child or written by someone who's very dangerous. Okay. Uh, roll me a history or religion check. Your choice. <laughs> It'll be history. Uh, ooh, 
history. Dirty 20. So, you recall um, as shortly, how old, how old is Neris? How long has Neris been practicing magic? Uh, oh. No, you you are you are too young to have been around for this. Um, but you do remember in your early studies being told of a relatively recent historical event known as the Deific Shift. Um, during that period, there was a lot of kind of turmoil in the way that uh, magic functioned in the world and. There was sort of um noticed uh, shifting in the influence of certain deities upon the world, um, and part of this shift and the thing that kind of marked the end point of what historians look at as a deific shift is the ascension of the god Conrad into the pantheon of usurper gods. Um, This god uh, would have probably wreaked havoc upon the material plane had they not been locked away by um, a a fellowship of adventurers. Um, But um, yeah, there's there's a lot that can be said about uh, Conrad, but to what extent you would have studied Conrad specifically, I don't think it would have been a lot. But you imagine that this might contain a lot of information in that regard. I'm sure that book's probably not important. We put it back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neris is absolutely going to keep that and just kind of like flick through it. Um, and goes, this is probably important for later study as well. Um, something that catches your eye as well is, as you're flicking through is a depiction of something that looks like an automaton, but is incredibly monstrous in, um, in its appearance. Um, this creature of metal plating and, uh, vicious symbology, um, and a, uh, rotting, a club, a club covered in what appears to be rotting vegetation and, uh, and fungus. Um, in hand. Uh, cool. So Neris is just going to sort of stare at that, uh, image. That does not at all look like a trustworthy figure. (laughs) Um... Rue kind of like looking around, kind of like catches a glance at that and just looks just kind of like the light sort of like dims a little bit as I kind of like look to the side. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, <clears throat> we're going to close that book, put it back in the satchel again. Um, any other books that look particularly interesting, he's going to pick like three yeah. or four off the shelf. Okay. He'll put them in um, and he's going to keep that scroll as well. Mm-hmm. He'll put that, uh, he'll slide that into a little compartment in yeah. his stro- scroll case that he's got above his uh, books. I'll, I'll, I'll allow you like a quick arcana check to see if uh, there's anything you can glean about it. Um, I'll do it. It is 16. 16. Um, I believe this is... Quick cursory glance. Yeah. With a quick cursory glance, this... The the kind of uh, text to it seems to be uh, evocation-based. Um, and you feel like you see uh, some symbology usually associated with... Uh, with the production of acids um, upon the scroll. Interesting. I'm sure I can keep this for later. All right. And yeah. And he's just going to sort of bop along happily. This is, <laughs> this is his happy place. This is, he's All finally right. home. <laughs> uh, shall we check the, uh, the doors at the back? With great care. In the background also, after like, as like, uh, Neris was like looking more, like, stopped talking about like science things. Rue kind of like looks around, was like, just so sort of like looking over, like, um, at a cursory glance over like Alton and, um, uh, Nizen, just to see how they're doing health wise and also demeanor wise. Um, and then like, um, Rue has just been like, just, Kirsten just grabbing around, just grabbing little things, putting them in their satchel. Just just things that things that look like they're worth a fair bit of value. Um, which could just be a nice looking rock, but you know, they're just looting shit. Doesn't have to be anything specifically yeah. that would be an item in DD Beyond. Just taking things. Yeah. All right. Just like look over like, oh yeah. Hmm. yeah. But then they're like, yes. We should do it with great care. And then the, the blade extends again. Nice. All right. Um, so you go to collectively the back of the undercroft um, where there are three doors you see um, each of those doors has a little uh, probably four inch by four inch square uh, window in it caged up um, that you can look through if you would like. Um, Do (laughs) sure. Sure, one of us would. (laughs) Let's go. Um, Who who is looking through what doors window? So the left, middle, right. We'll say. I'll do the left. I'll do the right. Investigation. Uh, no, it doesn't take a check. I'll just look. Um, all right. Um, so left. So, so wait, which one were you through? Left. Left. Yes, the left. Um, you see. My little beaky bird face. Yes. Um, you see a figure that you recognize as Quack. Rue kind of like slides back a little bit, like that one Homer Simpson's gift. <laughs> uh, un- unconscious. Ooh. Um, 
Alton, you're looking at the right. Yeah. Um, it's a bit hard to make out because of the size, but you see a figure that you recognize as Tibble. Ooh. Similarly, unconscious um, in the cell. Okay. Yeah. Are you looking in the middle door, Neris? I uh, would, yeah. Okay. Uh, you see three Eantel in there. Um, various uh, appearance, various appearances. One of them seems to be the mayor that you thought you met with earlier today. Hey, guys, um, the Captain Tibble, he's in here. He's not moving, he's probably unconscious. The sister also appears to be in here. Perhaps they are the real ones, sleeping? Fantastic. Your captain is located, that is fortuitous news. Yeah. Um, uh, May I? Uh, Nizen is holding like lockpicks in hand. Does this look like the last time you saw the captain without the tentacles, Neris? Uh, Neris is going to peek into the other window. Belief it is. Uh, Neris, Neris can't see any tentacles. No. This seems, okay. this seems to be Hibble thrown through. Perfect. And just double checking the three figures that were in the wind, the middle window. Mm. None of those were Eldrin, were they? Oh yes, Eldrin was in there as well. Sorry. Oh, I yes. almost forgot. Oh, <laughs> I just had a whole conspiracy theory in my head. All right, we're yeah. good. No. Sorry, I forgot about that because I did not have his mini right in front of me. I had it off to the side. Yes, because um, he's about to attack us. Because no. he's the master. No. Uh, no, it, was in, it was in case oh, all of the ooze alone. stuff happened while that's you, fair um, and there's a as the door is unlocked what were you going to do Alton? oh I was going to have Alton step back and um, uh, let Nice and get to the lock yeah. but then pull out his own set of lock picks and say well should we let the others out too? Is probably a good idea. It's working on the middle door. I wonder who locked them up. Rue thinks aloud as they're doing that. Uh, so is it like a, is it a big like like room that like Tibble and all of them are being so kept in? Tibble, um, Tibble and Quick are only being kept are being kept in two side chambers that are about five feet by ten feet. Um, the others are being kept in a larger chamber that's about ten by twenty feet. Um, but as you unlock the chambers, uh, imprisoning the uh, apparent victims of the Oblex, that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Oh, boy. boy. Oh, oh, easy. Let's just grab them and we'll leave. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, you guys can leave. This is, well, I guess we'll see. 
Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you next time. Bye. Bye. will tell you mitch mm. that scroll is a scroll of tasha's caustic brew <laughs> ah, nice <laughs> yeah now, now nervous has got a projectile <laughs> nice. slippy thing anyway can't That's... wait to never use it <laughs> <laughs> the rancid butterfly yes um <laughs> you joke you joke but the uh the material component oh it's bit... butter is it no, but it could be a bit of rotten food. Oh, there we go. Well, oh. nerds could just use the um the meat that's in his ears. That's, that's true. Yeah. He has he has two castings of the caustic brew just eating his ears, ready to go. I mean, I mean, oh, it's cursed. it's not consumed, so you can use that for as long as you want. Oh, I don't want to like after a fight go and find my ear jerky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't have. Oh, we phrase. are all picking straws are dead. But has anyone seen my <laughs> my meat that I put in my ears? I need. You don't it. have to throw it to cast the spell. Yeah, I like normal? the idea of eating it though. <laughs>